Listener discretion is always advised. Definitely, in the beginning, I had no intention uh, or, or whatsoever that what I, what I was practicing and what I'm still practicing now would lead to this yeah, <laughs> to begin with. This is for masters, this technique. You already know what this is. It's Friday, February 3rd. I am here once again for the win. My name is Justice. I happen to produce the best solo-produced podcast in California. Welcome to the Justice and the Peace Podcast. It's Friday. I hope you're getting up, you're getting ready, you're wiping that sleep out your eyes. I hope that you're going to give your life one more try, one more game. I hope you're ready to shake them dice up and uh, roll your motherfucking hands and, and, and see what it is you can come up with, man. You know me. I'm here every single day for your entertainer Is that a word? Your education or your informational needs. I scour the internet for some of the craziest shit. Some of the most headline jaw-dropping news stories available at the moment. And then... I share them with you. That's just what I do. My name is Justice, and, and in case you didn't hear me the first time, this is the Justice and the Peace Podcast. And no matter how many episodes it is, I produce or, or how many times I provide this free service, it still comes back to one thing. My name is Justice. This is the Justice in the Peace podcast, the best solo produced podcast at the moment. I am a Sacramento prince, but please address me as the California king of podcasting. Can we go ahead and start the show? I mean, come on, you guys. What, what, what a week. What a week. I mean, there, there is crazy shit going on in the world every day but since it's black history month we would think for one just one month we could try at least just try to stop what it is that continuously is a revolving door in our community and that's the violence it's everywhere anyway i kind of think some people may be having a bad day. If you are having a bad day, I want to tell you right now, you're not having as bad of a day as this unlucky lady that you're about to hear talk to you right now. Could you please take it away from me? No. I'm that friend that like lives at can't catch a break dramatic lifestyle. Like I was randomly walking in downtown LA back to work and got punched in the face by a homeless person and um, that broke my jaw and then I had to get jaw surgery to fix it and my immune system was super weak and I ended up getting an infection and getting pneumonia and then when I had pneumonia I was super lightheaded and I fell and I hit my head and that led to a brain injury which then we found a tumor in my brain and then I had to get brain surgery to get the tumor out and then it didn't get all the tumor out so then I had to start radiation and um, then I was walking to my radiation treatment the other day at the hospital and in front of the hospital i got run over by a car goodness gracious lady um Shit. they're on a stop sign uh, this lady i don't know who in the fuck it is that she pissed off in the last life but you need to make amends you need to find some kind of way to bridge that gap with 
with, I don't know, the universe. I, I, I don't know what it is that you call it. But that lady had so many bad things happen to her that I had to make sure that wasn't nothing close to me that might fall on my motherfucking ass. I mean, shit. What do you do? I mean, is there certain things that certain people have done in their past life? Or is it just the fact that circumstances may be what circumstances may be? It is Black History Month. We all know this. Even the white people know it's Black History, especially the white people know it's Black History Month. But does that transfer over into our anime world? Does that transfer over into the world of Marvel? I'm not sure. I mean, Black Panther or, or uh, whatever. What is it? Uh, uh, Wakanda Forever. Garbage. But what was to happen? What would happen, I should say, if Miles uh, uh, Morales was to meet Goku? Yeah, Goku or Gohan. One of them motherfuckers goes from Dragon Ball Z. Listen to this shit, okay? Just listen. Why your hair is black in its normal state, but goes white when you go super? What? Let me break it down for you, my Nimbus Cloud Colored Brother. What? Nimbus Cloud Colored Brother? Hey, that shit is lit. <laughs> lit. Play it again. Why your hair is black in its normal state, but goes white when you go super? What? Let me break it down for you, my Nimbus Cloud Colored Brother. When you are in your quote-unquote super form, your hair becomes white. Well, actually blonde. Tomato, tomato, my brother. And then they are accented with the devil's blue eye. Actually turquoise. Where's this going? Let him finish. Thank you, my alien zucchini brother. What I'm trying to point out to you is that the word super is the root word for superior. Now, do you feel superior when you have blonde hair and blue eyes versus your black hair and black eyes? I'm well, yeah. Well, what that's... are you saying? Uh, yeah, I'm saying. So you saying, yeah. Yes, I'm saying. Wait, brother, do you know what I'm saying? You're saying? I'm saying right now. So you weren't saying before? Brother, I've been saying this whole time. But you're black. What the fuck you saying? I didn't know there were black sayings. Nigga, what? Why your hell? Okay, yes, I guess it does transcend over. Of course. Of course it transcends over. That only makes sense. The animators are people of color, right? They're either white or they're black white or black or they're asian and uh, you know people have internal issues that they need to work out and no matter what color it is that you may be we all get into relationships and those relationships they could be straight they could be bi they could be lesbian they could be gay they could be trans i guess I, I, they could be relationships and when you get into a relationship sometimes you end up with somebody that's just ill. I mean just fucking nasty. I, and I don't mean like stank nasty. If you with a stanking person, man or woman, and you stay with them, you's a stanking motherfucker too. I just have to, I, I have to say it to you. But if you're a guy and your wife, you know what? I'm not a good motivational. I'm not a good relationship advice giving individual. I'm, you know. If your wife is beating you down, if your lady is beating you down and ripping masculinity from you, if why would she do that? If your wife is constantly haggling you, breaking you down, making fun of you, ripping away any type of leadership skills that you have, why would she do that, my guy? You need to get rid of that bitch. What the fuck? Get rid of hey, did he just call my wife a bitch? Huh? Hey, bruh. 
man of war or not. Uh, I'll leave her alone, okay? I'll just stop talking to my wife, all right? Anyway. Yeah, like I said, man, some people are in relationships that they no longer want to be in, also don't need to be in, and breaking up, it is a hard thing to do. I mean, rent is so damn high that some people ain't even in relationships for love anymore. You are in the relationship it is that you're in because of the expensive nature of the state that it is that you live in. But when you do break up, how do you break up? Do you just leave in the middle of the night? Do you wait for this motherfucker to go to work and then you pack all your shit up and then you drive off into the sunset before they return home? Or, or do you get down like this legendary fellow right here? forced to block dozens of calls after her ex-partner allegedly took her phone number and plastered on polls here around the CBD, telling people to call up and impersonate Chewbacca. <laughs> oh my God, a star is born. This guy broke up with his chick. Then he he took her phone number. You know how when you're, you're in the store, um, um, maybe some of you guys just do DoorDash for all your motherfucking groceries, and that's just... Grandson. Papa. What's up, my guy? Grocery. Yes, I was just telling him. Now, you know, if you if you go to the store or if you wash your clothes in the laundromat, for some of you older individuals, you might see a piece of paper, and a piece of paper might be cut into a whole bunch of little bitty rectangular squares with the phone number on it, including the area code also. Would you, after you break up with your significant other at the moment, would you take her number and put it on this piece of paper and individually uh, uh, arrange it into these strips and say that we are having a Chewbacca competition and I need you to call in? Well, that's what this guy did, and this is exactly what happened. For a chance to win $100. This would be the most childish breakup I've ever had. Like, all he had to do was be mature and go, I don't love you anymore, I want to move on. The calls have been waking her and her three young children up at odd hours in the evening, and they're yet to stop. <laughs> I know it's childish. I know that that is stupid. But damn, man, can we get a little bit? Can, can I get you to smile just a, just a little bit before you get too motherfucking mad at the circumstances that it is that are outside? I mean, you could do that with your ex-spouse, or you could do this. It looks like you lost another one. Where's it at? Here we go. Stranger after stranger, one after another. Whoa, that's Why are they walking up to a nice lady's home and ringing the doorbell? They're all uninvited. So, who are these guys? What can yeah. I do for you? I'm here for Nikki. For who? For the past nine months, Elaine White has been inundated with total strangers showing up at her front door in Plano, Texas. There was a gentleman sitting on my bench out front with a six-pack of 
Miller Lite. Was- he was about to light your ass up, baby guy. He's about to make them cheeks clap. Or anything I love, your old ass was going to need a hip replacement. Hey, dude showed up with a shit. If a dude shows up, if a bruh show up with a bottle, if a white guy shows up with a six-pack, that ass is literally grass because he is going to kill the motherfucking pussy. Continue. Six-pack of Bud and six-pack of Heineken and a bottle of whiskey. Ooh, he showed up with the Heinies for the Heine. Why are they here? Turns out they think Elaine's house is the best little whorehouse in Texas, just like the famous Dolly Parton movie. Lots of good and maybe one small thrill, but there's nothing dirty going on. Men are literally showing up at your door looking for a prostitute. That is correct. My address had been given out on a sex website that... That goes to question. How did your husband or your boyfriend know about that website before he broke up with you? Anyway, continue. Men go to, and they pay for sex by Venmo, and then they give them an address, and it's mine, and then they come here. I was supposed to meet someone here. Uh, for uh, drugs or sex? Um, second one. You have- uh, second one. So these guys are all tricks who have been robbed. Is that what she just said, that these guys show up uh, after Venmoing the money? Then they show up instead of showing up and then, I don't know how that works. You gotta be a trustful individual. You have to be scared. Strange men showing up at your door. Don't be scared, be prepared. And that's what I started doing. What was that? Did you buy a gun? You can say that again. Elaine is so agitated about the men coming to her door. She's arming herself with a pistol. Four inch back. I was just joking, Miss Lady, but she bought a big-ass gun. Hey, man, check this out. Get some booty the traditional way. Pay the traditional way. Take her out to eat. Wine and dine her on the town. Spend $100, you know, out in the economy because Lord knows that that lady doesn't need it. Barrel, it is loaded, and I will use it the next time they come here. She's also posted warning signs across her lawn and the police department put up security cameras on the street. But when the warnings don't work, Gutsy Elaine has another way to send them running. Get off my front porch. Stranger after- I thought she was gonna shoot in the air or something. She just said, get off my front porch. You know, hey man, relationships are tough. And it's hard to be with anybody for a certain amount of time without kind of losing your motherfucking shit. And as time progresses, relationships have turned into something completely different from what it was originally intended for. So from my stupid dim brain, from how I understand it, it's about property. Families would marry into other families because it would be convenient. And not only that, it would be a growth as a family-to-family enterprise. I could be wrong, but you guys already know. I'm a fucking idiot. But like I was saying, relationships have changed so much that now when you hear people talk about it, you kind of raise both of your eyebrows, jaw drops to the fucking ground, and then you kind of have to hold your chest so you don't have a stroke or a heart attack. Listen to this right here. 
if a dude wanted an open relationship, mm -hmm. what would he have to provide for you in order for you to accept it? Okay, hold on. Before he goes on and she starts, just to even talk about that with some women, back in the very, very long time ago it was when I was a child would be ludicrous. But then again, you know, some guys are just built to find some gals and they're just made for anyway just go ahead the girl that she is gonna go like deal with can be really like repeated customers maybe once or twice but it can be some girls like i don't want you to go and have a girlfriend like if you Wait a minute, lady. It sounds like you want your boyfriend to go to the house where the last lady lived at. You want to f a girl? Like, I don't care. I know a lot of people are like, well, sex is important and stuff. I get it. But I feel like a lot of men can just f and keep it moving. For oh, wait, a lot of guys can't. For me to think that you're just going to want to f me my whole life, the whole rest of your life, I think it's not really realistic. It wait, wait, wait. It matters how good you fuck. If you are a good fuck, I fucks with you. It's so hard with all we see, like I'm gonna see a dude and I'm gonna be like, damn, he's fine. Not saying I wanna go and fuck him, but I know for guys, it's a little different. You yeah, you're not going to admit that you're going to go fuck him, but if you wanted to go fuck him, it's possible, right? 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 Right. You might see a girl in my day, I would like to fuck her. But it's not gonna be like, you're gonna like her like that. It's really like, you wanna fuck her. As long as long as you don't bring me diseases or babies or problems when the girls comes to me I'm why is she gonna come to you cool if a dude i would like for her and you to come at the same time but i don't want her to come to you for nothing not a damn thing whatsoever and you know what that's just my little two cents on the dollar so I, I mean i don't know relationships have changed into something completely different the times are literally changing in front of this old man's eyes and i'm just documenting it here on this podcast that is a very very interesting aspect when it comes to relationships i mean there is a lot of shit that has to be done for relationships to work and most of the time those relationships don't work people do dumb shit people love to to to, to work on things that it is that they don't have and usually when you don't have something you create something that it is that you want now i'm not sure that these people don't have everything because they have everything already and what i'm talking about is the video games yeah do video games have wants do video games have needs? It seems like one particular video game in this circumstance has a lot of wants, has a lot of needs, needs a lot more diversity. And what video game it is that I am talking about is The Sims. Have you ever played The Sims? You know, that kind of fake but real game where you gotta really make your guy go take a bath, go to sleep, take a shower, or else your friends on a video game ain't fucking with you. Well, check this out. The Sims 4 announces a new trans-inclusive update that includes top surgery scars, binders, and shapewear. Oh my goodness. Hey, hey man, everybody is inclusive in this whole new experiment we're doing with gender but let me go ahead and read to you this short article that i found on the neighborhood talk now 
The Sims 4 is expanding their game to be more reflective of the real world. In a new update announced, players will be able to now have trans characters via the use of top surgery scars, shapewear, and binders. What is a binder? I don't know what that is. The last time that we used the word binder, I was in school and there was a three ring attachment that was used for controlling the slidage of paper. But anyway, developers said all players can find a body scars category with an option for teen and older male Sims, masculine or feminine frame to add a top. <coughs> excuse me, surgery, scar to their Sims. I'm sorry, I, it, 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 I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, kind of lost my, uh, lost my shit. It seems like everything is inclusive and we were just talking about, you know, relationships and, 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 and then we started, then I started talking about the Sims. But since we're talking about both of those things, or since I have talked about both of those things, let's try to combine both of them. This inclusiveness, this brand new idea of what it is to be acceptable in this great time it is that we walk. You know, relationships, I said earlier, they can be difficult and, and, and sometimes they can be tragic. What do you do when your spouse dies? How do you mourn? How do you what do you say to the body? Do you go behind? I mean, do you go in the room and do you spend time with a dead body? And, and you know what? I'm gonna let this other lady do this. I'm not good. And we allowed her to spend the time with her husband. Who? You allowed who? To do what now? I'm sorry, sir. I could barely hear you. Could you please run it back? And we allowed her to spend the time with her husband without disturbing her because that was her request. And- uh, What do you mean some alone time? Were they talking or what? Uh, well- Oh my God, she didn't. She, she did. was doing a little more than talking. She- Wait a second. My guy, is he implying what it is that I think he's implying? Did. She did, she went there. She went there? Did she come back? Did she have sex with a dead body? Uh, but it's... Why are they smiling? Don't be smiling. D wait, do you get an erection when you're dead? Is it hard? Yeah, was it hard? <laughs> like, how does that work? Well, I... <laughs> I mean, I know you do stiffen up from rigor mortis, right? She was riding a dead dude dick. Damn. The body is hard. Put some D's on it. I mean, if the body's embalmed, then, you know. No. If she wrote an embalmed dick. Way. If, you, if you ever touched a, uh, uh, I a dead body. I have. It's not. This guy, if she wrote. Whoa. If she wrote an embalmed body. the That is not freaky. That is fucking disgusting. I mean, the, yeah. the body is firm. The body is hollow, bruh. The bot your sh your body is hollow after they embalm you. They do this thing with your organs and shit. They take them all out, then they 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 weigh them, and then they bag them up. Then they embalm you, 
and then they put them back in or they put them back in and seal you back up and then they embalm you. Either way, it's hollow. How do I know this? I have touched an embalmed dead body when I was very young. Do not touch dead people's bodies after funeral homes have processed them. This bitch is nasty, bruh. But, I mean, there is... But nothing, bro. Oh, my gosh. It's not like a regular. So when you embalm the body, the penis gets hard as well? Well, it's not too... <laughs> oh, come on. I need to know now I mean, that we're on the it, subject. Whatever way your body is, that's... So your... he died with a hard dick? Your body. That's part but of your body. But it's not like limp. It's just... It's... It becomes functional? No, it's not functional. Yeah, it's not functional. So what she was riding, I mean, like a hard... Flimsy dick? Uh, did she suck it? I, well, how did she have sex with him then? I'm sorry. I'm very immature. Very immature. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, uh, thank you, grandson. Well, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see how she did it. I just she did do it though. You knew that you had a lady in the back of your funeral parlor, funeral home. Uh, uh, I don't know what you call that shit. The uh, uh, third base before you get to the graveyard. You. What the fuck? You let some lady fuck a dead body in your your funeral home? Oh, my gosh. Okay, but when the body is embalmed, <laughs> the, that embalming... Bruh, it's not funny. Why is the demon loud? Well, it goes everywhere. It goes everywhere. It, it, so it must be functional-ish. Ish? Functional-ish? Because what we do is we you replace the blood... With the fluid. With the fluid. So that it must be functional-ish. It's not functionable because all that comes from up here and oh. muscles and all that blood flow. But she did. Blood flow. Your blood is not flowing. There's no fluid flowing, so there's no functionable. She was the only person functioning. <laughs> but somehow she had it done. Man, I wish I could talk to her. <laughs> Oh my God, she is a ball headed. I don't know if this lady's ball headed. I'm just talking shit. But either way, you fucked a dead person. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, if we would have known that that was going to happen, I think I would have prevented it. No, you wouldn't have. Because if you would have prevented it, you wouldn't be on this show talking about it, trying to, 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 to get financial gain or recognition about a lady fucking her dead husband in the place where it is that you process the remains of said individuals. Whoa. Because it's just she, not proper. Well, I hope she wore a condom because formaldehyde, I would imagine, is not so great for a living body, right, on the other side? No, it's not. That's Did he bust a dead nigga nut? I gotta ask questions, man. What the fuck? Did she... Did I, I mean, what do you... I don't... It's not good for it. It's uh, not wow. I got I got to keep it moving. I can yeah. Well, I didn't know that was gonna happen, okay? I just didn't know that uh I knew that she had sex because it was in the uh it was in the, the sex with dead husband was the title and, and I didn't know that it went that damn deep. Now on to other things that uh go deep. <laughs> I don't know if you guys or you gals know that there is 
A breaking story coming out of Chicago. There's always a breaking story coming out of Chicago. I love Chicago. I just don't necessarily want to go and visit right now. One of the most sensual singers. One of the most... Uh, R. Kelly is getting the fuck out, you guys. It, it, it's, it, it's that simple. It's, there's nothing else I can tell you. Some people may applaud. Hey... He's the Pied Piper. But R. Kelly is getting out of jail. Let this lady inform you. Good afternoon. Tomorrow morning, counsel for Mr. Robert Kelly is scheduled to appear in court over the indictments that we brought forth nearly four years ago. Four years ago, they snatched R. Kelly. Okay, well, what's going on now? Charging him with 10 counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse involving four victims. I'm here to inform you that the Cook County State's Attorney's Office will no longer be pursuing these indictments. So for four years of being incarcerated, is there some sort of payout? I mean, R. Kelly is a rich person, number one of all, and as a devil's advocate, just playing a lawyer of Mr. Kelly's. I'm playing that that part. Now, if he was locked up for four years during all of the stuff that was going on in the streets, could his music have helped our culture, could have helped our nation? Not only that, there is irreparable damage, not only to this guy's psyche, but also to his reputation. What is it that this guy, Mr. Kelly, is going to be? You know what? I've, I've interrupted this lady. I'm so sorry. Continue. Back in 2019, I stood in this very room and asked for anyone who was a victim or witness to crimes allegedly perpetrated by Mr. Kelly to come forward. Did they come forward? Since that time, we'd set up a hotline to allow for victims and witnesses, both locally and nationally, to contact our office with any information that they received. Did you get any information? In the course of the several weeks after that plea for survivors to come forward, we received hundreds of tips and pieces of evidence that spread far and wide throughout the country. Okay, could you share, please? My team of assistant state's attorneys and victim witness who are here today, and I will introduce them momentarily, worked tirelessly to run down the accusations that were being made to determine whether the information was be being provided was credible. In the course of that time, we received evidence, physical evidence, including a tape of child pornography involving not good. Involving Mr. Kelly that was subsequently used in his trial, federal trial here in Chicago. Since that time, Mr. Kelly was convicted in 2021 of nine counts of racketeering predicated on criminal conduct, including the sexual exploitation of children, forced labor, in violations involving the coercion and transportation of women and girls in interstate commerce to engage in, in illegal sexual activity by a federal grand jury in, Bro in Brooklyn, New York. That court sentenced Mr. Kelly to 30 years in prison on June 22nd, or June 29th, 2022. As you all are aware, here in Illinois, the Illinois Federal Court in September of 2022 the jury found Mr. Kelly guilty on three counts of child pornography and three counts of child enticement. 
Sentencing has not yet been rendered in that case. However, Mr. Kelly faces a minimum of 10 to 90 years in prison in the Illinois federal court. So these charges are being dropped in this jurisdiction, if I'm understanding this correctly. The charges are being dropped in this jurisdiction or in another jurisdiction, but they're still holding the other charges. I don't know if R. Kelly is coming home. Thank you for your contribution, uh, detective lady, prosecutor, whatever it is that you want to be called. Yeah, damn it. I thought that was some good news. We need that guy to sing some, some songs. I don't know what the fuck it is that these rappers are talking about nowadays. Maybe because I'm just old. You know what happens to people when they live long enough? They get wiser. They get a little bit, you know, seasoned. You can kind of predict what most people are going to do, but sometimes you can't. One thing about aging is that, like I said, you get a little bit wise. You kind of look on, look back at the actions that you have done and to watch them repeat themselves in others makes you kind of want to speak up. But sometimes, just sometimes, some people go above and beyond that measure and they try to actually change where it is that they came from. They also try to change some of the pieces around that property, as they like to say. They like to change the whole landscape around where it is that they come from, and they turn into something that they never intended to turn into or never thought that they would turn into. At least that's kind of my thought process. I don't know exactly what this next gentleman's journey was, but I do know he used to be a rapper. And I do know he was a well-respected rapper. And I do also acknowledge that since he hasn't really been rapping, he has been doing nothing but dropping Jew wells of information and knowledge that I think is not only necessary, but also needs to be transferred to the generation up under us. Please, Mr. David Banner, could you take it away? See, what a lot of people don't understand is that the ghetto was an experiment that we right. ran on Jewish people by the Nazis. That's why I trip on America. They even called it the ghetto. It was literally an experiment called the ghetto. So if you put any animal, any animal, in a small area, a bunch of them with limited resources, they are going to kill each other. That's scientifically proven. Mm. So for me, some of the shit was a plan, but dude, think about it. Historically, if one slave would escape from the plantation, do you know what they would do to the whole plantation? Chastise the whole. Not chastise, beat them all nearly to death. death. Right. So the reason why we have haters in the hood is because we were we were programmed to be that way. So let me tell you this: I'm serious. Wow. This is a theory this that I talk shit. about in, in in my lectures. Now check this out right here. Would y'all agree that the human brain? No, the central processing unit of a computer was based off the human brain. Of course. Okay. Right. We agree with that. Yes. So watch this. If you erased a CPU, right? Right. And uploaded a virus, would you blame the computer or the fucking uh, a programmer when the computer started going crazy? The programmer. The fucking programmer. We gave it a command. We have been programmed yeah, to act this the fucking way that we act. Super real. Right. See what... Now, you can take what it is that you want from that, but it's very simple. Most of the time, people would think that they're acting under their own free will, but since you've been a child, you've been 
programmed. And once you're programmed, just to fall into line is something that you don't think that you're doing, but you're actually falling into a line once you start to join things, join organizations, join gangs, join, I don't know, whatever else it is that you want to join. I don't want to height nobody's feelings. And when you join gangs, there is usually consequences and reproductions there's consequences and reproductions for going outside with no shoes and socks on so there's got to be consequences and repercussions for shit that it is that you do in the streets and sometimes all of the things that it is that I was just talking about the relationships and then the conditions and all of that they 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 manifest a situation that is sometimes unbearable for some to deal with because like I said they have fallen in line this next story is coming to you from right here Sacramento California it is reported from the 916 times police shoot 22 year old suspected in killing of 18 year old girlfriend yesterday around 4:40 p.m. Elk Grove police officers were notified of law enforcement agencies in pursuit of a suspect related to a Sacramento County homicide investigation that occurred earlier in the day. Officers learned that the vehicle pursuit was approaching Elk Grove after they started near Fairfield. The suspect and driver of the vehicle, identified as 22-year-old Devian Lewis, was wanted for the murder of his 18-year-old girlfriend. Damn, man. Lewis exited the southbound Highway 99 at Consumers River Boulevard and continued southbound on Bruceville Road, heading into the city of Elk Grove. Elk Grove police officers assisted in the pursuit as it entered the city as Lewis was approaching the intersection of Bruceville Road and Bighorn Boulevard. He rear-ended another vehicle that was stopped at the traffic light along with several other vehicles. Officers engaged Lewis, who was the lone occupant in the vehicle. Three officers discharged their service weapons after Lewis started to exit the car holding what appeared to be a firearm. A firearm was found in Lewis's vehicle on the front passenger seat and later a further inspection determined to be a replica firearm. Officers and deputies rendered medical aid until he was transported to a local hospital where he remains in stable condition and is being treated for three gunshot wounds. We are in the process of collecting all video footage including body-worn cameras and in-car cameras. We are working on releasing video footage as soon as possible, although an exact date for the release is currently unknown. The release will be in compliance with state law. This investigation is being conducted by the Elk Grove Police Department's Investigation Bureau, which is a standard practice for any officer involved shooting. There will also be two independent reviews of this incident, one by the Elk Grove Police Department uh, uh, Professional Standards Bureau and the other by the Sacramento County District Attorney's Office. Wow. I mean, this guy killed his girlfriend. The, and this happened here in Sacramento. Like I said, it, it, it doesn't stop. The, 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 the situation is this. They created. And when I say they, you know who you are. You know exactly. They can't even hear me. The motherfuckers who created this shit is dead. Now it is up 
for their offspring to try to do whatever it is that they can do to fix these problems that continuously, like I said in the beginning, work like a revolving door. Once you're born, you go into a certain system and depending on exactly what it is that you've been taught or who it is that you've been brought up with, when you come up out of that door, it really can determine the trajectory of your life. I mean, it's just that simple. And, and I mean, I, I can't stress it enough that that on and on and on, people are redistributing the pain that it is that either they received as a child or either that it is that they have been taught from the surroundings that brought them up. This next story is fucking disgusting. Now, a Minnesota man gets less than 180 days in jail for raping girls aged four and nine. Now, this is coming from I Am A Poet, Tick Flacco. I Am A Poet, Tick Flacco. A 20-year-old man from Rochester, from Rochester, Minnesota, will spend less than six months in jail for raping two girls aged four and nine. Mohammed Bakari Shea was sentenced to 176 days in the Olmsted County Adult Detention Center on Monday for two counts of first-degree criminal sexual conduct with someone under 13. Dirty motherfucker. Okay, this guy entered an Alford plea in December 2022, pleading guilty while maintaining his innocence but acknowledging the evidence against him would cause a jury to convict him. In addition to the jail sentence, District Judge Jacob Allen gave Shea 30 years of supervised probation and 200 hours of community work service. According to the report, Shea pled guilty to raping a nine-year-old girl several times beginning on Mother's Day in 2018 and another girl around four or five years old in 2021. Now, this right here is disgusting. And this right here goes on in our community all the motherfucking time. All the time, this little young motherfucker right here, he doesn't not only need to be on any type of detention that is provided by the law. This guy needs to be put in a special community, a community where people like to just take things, a special community where only the strong survive, a, a special community out of the mind state of a madman, and that madman is me, Justice. Can we send this punk motherfucker to Convict Island. Yes, I have not forgot about the four-star resort located on Alcatraz. You know that one that, that that prison that was once such a topic of discussion. Send this motherfucker to Convict Island. He needs to be Convict Island bound with a whole bunch of guys who like to fuck little boys and take it. Drop him off there and see how it feels for someone else to completely violate you, you fucking, you, you know, uh, I know, I know, I gotta stop cussing. I've been, I've been waking on my vocabulary, okay? I really have been working on my vocabulary. A lot of people disguise the way it is that they talk when they talk about certain things. There is one of the greatest performers ever that has left us, Michael Jackson. He has some of the most interesting stories about his life. I have shared instances about Michael Jackson on Morbid Facts. I have shared other things about Michael Jackson on my podcast. I would definitely 
enjoy you listening to this also. Thing and Michael just quietly sitting there taking notes, taking notes, taking notes. So finally, after a couple of hours, almost the Brazilian officials leave, Spike leaves, and Michael just sitting there with my friend. He said, at a certain point, Michael looked up and said, "Damn, I thought those motherfuckers were gonna never leave." <laughs> now he's not Mike. Mike, I thought those motherfuckers would never leave. I, you know, where's Bubbles? Says, hold up, and he says this not in damn. I don't think these motherfuckers are never. He says it like a black man would say. Damn, I thought the motherfuckers were gonna never leave. Whoa, no, I've heard stories about Mike getting sloppy toppy in his limo. I have never heard this one right here. He got up and walked out, and my friend was saying he was sitting there like mouth wide <laughs> Thing and Michael just quietly sitting there taking notes, taking notes, taking notes. So finally, after a couple of hours, almost the Brazilian officials leave, Spike leaves, and Michael just sitting there with my friend. He said, at a certain point, Michael looked up and said, Damn, I thought those motherfuckers weren't gonna never leave. <laughs> Mike, damn, man, we miss you, guy. We do miss you. You know, it, the great things happen in this world. Great people leave us, but we should be accepting of the time it is that we got to spend with those people. I saw something that is another local story that I wanted to go ahead and share with you. Some people remember the heyday of rap, the golden era of rap, the standard of bars, the, the, the institution of real spit. Well, an anniversary. Whatever you do. Well, an anniversary is, is, is amongst us right now, and it's not a good one. I hate to use the word anniversary because when I think of anniversary, it reminds me of weddings. It reminds me of celebrations and stuff like that. And instead of a celebration, well, yes, we should have a celebration, but not an anniversary. Can we, can we have a remembrance? Because this is coming to you from the Bay Area Alert. Eight years ago, we lost Bay Area legend, the Jacka. Today marks the anniversary or the remembrance of the day we lost Dominic, the Jacka. Newton, AKA Shahid Akbar, recognized as one of the Bay's, one of the Bay Area's rap legends. His music touched fans and influenced artists all over the world. And the Pittsburgh native was always striving for greatness and never hesitated to help aspiring artists become household names. In the later part of his career, the Jacka was a Bay Area sage who always had great wisdom to give to everyone involved with the rap scene in the region. We're dedicating this month to him because we're giving, because he's given so much to the Bay Area that it's only right we return the favor. Long live the Jacka, forever a legend in this game and and i brought that up of course to pay my homage to the jacker but also i there's a there's this thing going on and it only goes on at my shit processing factory and and that thing is the 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 conversation about what makes you a legend before i go into any more stories i would like for people if you can if you got time when you go to the Justice in the Peace pod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, I'm on YouTube now, so check me out on YouTube. When you go there, leave a comment about this. What makes you a legend? And, and it could be a legend. There, there, there are street legends. There are, are, are city legends. There are state legends. 
And then there's like world legends. What is it that you have to do to become a legend? Because some people believe that you got to die. Some people believe that you got to survive more than 10 years in the game. Some people believe that, you know, you got to drop a platinum art or, uh, 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 album or something like that as an artist. There's no telling what it is that you've got to do to become a legend. I do know that some people turn into legends and then they get so much money, they actually admit what it is that they care about. Because when you got fuck you money, you could actually look at your boss and say, fuck you. But... That does come with, uh, you know, its its consequences. Everything has consequences. And this is kind of what I see right here. And I'm going to tell you what it is that I got to tell you when it's time to be told. I don't pay mostly nothing, no attention. If it's not about my bag and it's not my family and stuff that is in my circle activating me in 24 hours, I'm, I don't pay attention. Wow. If you think I'm paying attention, I'm not. I'm just being honest. If you think I am, I am one of the most people that live in the Trina's bubble. Wow. I don't be knowing what's going on. I don't really care if it's not cutting a check, if it's not the spot and bringing me peace, if it's not my favorite restaurant, seafood or whatever, if it's not my friends with the vibe, I don't care. Wow. Now that is coming from a legend. A, a living legend, Trina. Let's run it back. I don't pay mostly nothing, no attention. If well, now I find some of these statements highly inflammatory because women look up to Trina. She is the baddest bitch. I don't know about these young gals. I can't talk to them. I can't look at them. I don't understand what they say. And they mumble rap harder than these soft niggas. But anyway, Trina, we need you to care, Trina. We do. We really need you to care. I don't pay mostly nothing, no attention. If it's not about my bag and it's not my family and stuff that is in my circle activating me in 24 hours, I'm, I don't pay attention. Wow. If you think I'm paying attention, I'm not. That, to me, is hurtful. We need strong women like Trina to speak out, to speak up, to speak to the youth that's up under her. It's just that simple. I mean, do you want your daughter talking to Trina? Or do you want your daughter talking to someone else younger? I'm not going to put anybody on blast or anything like that. But do you want your daughters trying to learn from Trina? Because Trina is a legend. She survived the game with one of the most ruthless rappers. And I'm not talking about gangster rap. I'm talking about ruthless rappers who loves the kids and not in no funny motherfucking way. She came up with Trick Daddy. Now, Trick Daddy had the South on lock. Those two together had shit on lock for a while. And she could really give some informational uh, uh, perspectives to some of these young gals or, or some of these people who identify themselves as gals. You know, some pointers on how to move through this industry without getting fucked. No matter what it is you do, somebody's going to try to fuck you. At least you can limit the dicks that are coming at your face, right? I'm just being honest. If you think I am, I am one of the most people that live in the Trina's bubble. Well, I don't be knowing what's going on. I don't really care. We need you to care, Trina, when it comes to what's going on in the streets. We need you to care. I know that's not what your calling is. I understand that the only damn thing you give a fuck about is your bag. But how many bags do you need? You know, the fans is the ones who elevate the superstars. And once the superstars get to a point to where it is that they don't have to give a fuck about the fans, sometimes it seems like 
they remind the fans of that. I don't think that's what Trina's doing, but I do understand that a lot of the times when people hear things, they perceive them the way that they want to, especially if it's something that they don't agree with. Now, I completely agree with what it is that she's saying. I just understand that some people don't take the time to understand. <laughs> do what you do, Trina. I love you. Nothing but homage, blessings, and love from the Justice and Peace podcast. And everyone else, I hope that you can get to a point to where you're sitting like Trina. I really do. Because usually, when people don't get what it is that they feel that they deserve in life, they get into problems. They get into situations. You know what? 50. Go ahead, buddy. You ever seen a rich nigga want to start the fight? A nigga doing Never. what love don't start the fight. Never. He, he's having a good time. He's partying. They got battles and shit. Right. Right? The nigga start the fight is the nigga's not doing as well. Mm. Only just three niggas. Here's the picture. You got rich niggas, you got tough niggas, and niggas that easily become collateral damage. You ever seen... Wow, you got rich niggas, you got tough niggas, and you got niggas who easily become collateral damage. I mean, it's life. You play the game of life, sometimes you win, sometimes you motherfucking lose. You know, it, it, the, the stories are unlimited. I could go on and on and on forever, and I will, because I can. Listen to this other little excerpt I found about the great world of Hollywood. Listen. When you know, you know. Through the administration of specific substances, we gain control of the Hollywood stars. Like through prescription drugs? No. Illegal drugs? No. Without getting into too much detail, the substance causes a slow de deterioration of neuron neurological function, causing the subject to slowly fade into a schizophrenic bipolar state. Why would you do such a thing? We do it to gain control over the money and finances of Hollywood. Hollywood is much like a commodity. The talent is a commodity. What did Kanye say? The motherfuckers trying to do what? Like oil is a commodity that needs to be controlled. I don't understand. Wouldn't it be more profitable from your group's perspective to have a, a healthy entertainer working and making more money for your group? Not really. Once an entertainer has reached a certain level of profitability, they fall out of that profitability zone. They're worth more if they do crazy things and if they eventually die in a crazy extreme manner. Whoa. Hey, that's kind of scary, man. Hey, if you're a rapper, be fucking careful. Sounds like a lot of work and manpower would have to be involved to execute such a complex, illegal maneuver. Not really. The group is made up of five high-profile Hollywood individuals. And Twenty lower individuals in the group who unwittingly, unwittingly do the work of the group without even knowing they're involved in the group. How, how is that possible? To understand this, you have to understand Hollywood and how desperate people are to be famous. Desperate than a motherfucker, man. The town is built on manipulation, control, and submissiveness. Well, how did you get involved in the group? 
I was approached by a high-profile agent because of my connections with my family, a high-profile Hollywood family. I was asked to manage a roster of high-profile celebrities. So, okay, so why blow the whistle? Due to all the publicity that the Queens are generating, presently my position in the group is in jeopardy and my life is unthreatened. Well, why the mask? Revealing my identity would put innocent people at risk. Why? I do wonder sometimes when I see these interviews and people are masked up, like, wouldn't you say the most outrageous shit? If someone gave you an opportunity in, in, in a free platform just to say some crazy shit and you know it would be seen by millions? I mean, <clears throat> people have very wild belief systems in this world. If you put your hands a certain way, you're part of this group that it is that he was just talking about, not the five people at the top, but some of the people who are in the incorporation right below and not necessarily at the bottom. You know, the guys who fit in the middle, the workers. I have found a new conspiracy theory that is fascinating as fuck. Now this right here is coming again from I Am Poet Tick Flacco. Now, conspiracy theorists on Facebook, the woke ones, they believe that Glorilla has now joined the Illuminati. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that Glorilla is part of the Illuminati? She took one of those pictures with her hand covering her eye and another hand covering her mouth. You know, that's kind of part of the thing. They also kind of throw up the blood sign and they cover their eye. Those are all Illuminati signals from what I've been told. So this is a developing story that I just found about a lot, about, uh, uh, Glorilla being a part of the Illuminati in the industry. Okay, now, since everybody is talking about Glorilla and people think she's trying to show off rings, she's not the first and she's not going to be the last to do it. You can't make it in big Hollywood without selling out. Ain't no coincidence or conspiracy. This, this the reality some people scared to accept. Just do some research and see what these signs really mean. Some people do anything for money, even if it means going against God. And that's a comment that's made on this page. Now, it's a whole bunch of uh, uh, kind of back and forth with people. And, and, and truthfully, there's not uh, a lot, a lot there. Or there's a saying that they say, there's not a lot, lot there or some shit like that. There's not a lot of much there. There ain't nothing there. All I know is that this is the beginning of something big, something great. When it, you have reached a different kind of plateau, once they think that you are part of the Illuminati, there are some serious, jealous motherfuckers out there hating on you if they think that you are a part of the Illuminati. I mean, what else is there to talk about? There could never be nothing. I mean, there, there's never nothing else to talk about. I just make all of this shit up. But one thing that I cannot make up is this report that I saw from the Flossy Informer. Dismembered human penis found in a parking lot of an Alabama gas station as cops believe it belongs to a dead motorcyclist who was torn into pieces. 
in a multiple vehicle crash on a nearby interstate. Once again, the flossy informer with the drop. A human penis has been found in the parking lot of a gas station in, Alab in Alabama, I'm sorry, and may be tied to a deadly crash in which a motorcyclist was struck by multiple vehicles. Shit! So did he hit a car and then get hit by cars? Okay, customers wandering into the gas station on Interstate 10 in Mobile were shocked. Mobile Police Department said 29-year-old Christopher Means was pronounced dead at the scene after losing control of his motorbike and being struck by several vehicles with only one driver remaining at the scene. So six people hit this guy and kept going to work. You probably at work right now, huh? All right. Only one guy stayed back, right? It, it, it remains unclear why the motorcyclist lost control as investigations into the case continue. I mean, damn, some, literally, that is your dick in the dirt. I mean, what the fuck did he do in his last life? Uh, please don't take me like that. Please don't take me like that. Motherfucker just walked to the store. You, you, you went to go get you some Newport 100s. You got to get you some backwoods. Some of y'all niggas don't smoke backwoods. Some of you motherfuckers don't even smoke. You went in there to get, I, I, I don't know, uh, Arizona. Maybe you went in there to get some Skittles. Maybe you went in there just to get whatever the fuck it is that you wanted to get. But on the walk up. You see a piece of meat, and that's not from the store. That doesn't look normal. You're trying to figure out, depending on what color this guy was, it doesn't show his picture. If he's black or white, you, it could be anything. So you go over to the meat, and you kick it over, and you see it's a one-eyed monster. But it's not your one-eyed monster. It's somebody else's one-eyed monster. There's a man walking around here without his dick. I'm sorry, Grandson. The dick is missing from this man. Are you worried? Are you concerned? Do you care? Or do you just go in and get your new pack of one your new pork pack of 100s and leave the stove? I have questions about so many things in this life. Do you go to heaven with, with your appendage missing? I mean, there's two stories back to back about guys dying in dicks. It, it, you can't make it up and I don't even try. It just drops right here on my feed, granted from the universe. I mean, what, what else? What I mean, goodness great. What, what, what do we do with this all of this stuff? Masters. What do we do with all of this stuff? It, it's time. It looks like it's, it's almost time to get the fuck up out of here. Once it starts back up, it might be time for me to go. One thing that I do want to report uh, is this news a video on Facebook live shows police questioning a 20, uh, 20 year old African-American man and he says police were asking him why he was looking suspiciously at a white woman wait a second now what do you mean African-American male and I don't know what his deal is but um uh, it's, it's really not, it's making me not feel very comfortable at all. It's the 911 call that led to an improper... And I am in... Whoa, that sound went really loud. I have not watched this video. Royal Oak, Michigan. No. I was, um, going to the CBS over here when this young man is stopped. 
because a Caucasian lady said that he looked at her suspiciously. And what is suspiciously? Are you supposed to smile at everybody that you see? And he has been pulled over walking to go to eat by two police officers for suspicion of being black and looking at the Caucasian woman. It doesn't stop. It won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. It doesn't stop. I don't even want to hear the rest of it. That is some racist ass shit for somebody to do. If you know somebody who is like that, check they ass. I don't give a fuck if they in your family. Check they punk motherfucking ass. Now, time goes on and, 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 and things move forward. But one thing that is definitely not going anywhere is this story right now. And it is breaking. It is developing. There is more stuff coming out of it. I reported yesterday about the three missing rappers who have been gone for two weeks after their show was canceled. There is some unfortunate news to report on this. Well, investigators are still here, and we just heard one of the uh, latest updates from Michigan State Police for the night. They say that uh, a team has gone in. They're working their way into this uh, big, really abandoned or mostly abandoned apartment complex here. But they say the conditions are so bad as they try to gather evidence. They say it is, in fact, very much rat infested. So it's slowing the progress of their ability to gather evidence here. But they're still working on this case, trying to put all of these details together together in a case that has really captured the attention of the country. Whoa, now I haven't watched this clip. There's another clip before that I prop before there's a there's a clip that I had before this that I should have played and maybe I wouldn't knew. But they killed these guys and left them in a rat infested building. Do you guys know that rats will eat humans? Now if the bodies have been sitting there for two weeks and this is just as hyperbole, this is just my hyperbole. If the bodies have been sitting there for two weeks there is a lot of decomposition going on with the bodies, number one of all. Number two of all, the bodies could be a, a, a part of a, sectum, a second victimization with the rats eaten on the body. This is a fucking terrible story all the way around. Michigan State Police, Detroit Police, and other law enforcement support teams working into Thursday's evening hours investigating this at least partially abandoned apartment complex at McNichols and Rosa Parks in Highland Park, where three bodies were discovered. Fox 2 sources believe it's the bodies of rappers missing since a Detroit concert they were set to play got scrapped almost two weeks ago. State police said members of the Homicide Task Force, Metro South Post, and MSP Forensic Lab were combing through the scene with search warrants being obtained. 38-year-old Armani Kelly, 31-year-old Montoya Givens, and Dante Wicker, 31, were slated to perform at Lounge 31 on Seven Mile near Gratiot on January 21st. However, the event was canceled after organizers could not reach them on their phones. Fox 2 talked with Armani's mother the other day about her own efforts to find her son. Now, from my understanding, they canceled the thing this is a very this is uh, right now this story is developing i'm pretty sure if i record something when i get off work there'll be another update but this is a developing story at first i believe it was reported that these guys had canceled the concert now it's being reported that the concert was scrapped maybe i misheard the guy please continue somebody knows something somebody will speak
I don't know when, I don't know where, but it will come out. We were able to pull phone data and see that there's no activity on any of their phones. They're not hitting any towers. The mother of one of the victims the next day made a report uh, of the missing person. That mother became very proactive in the investigation and started searching for her vehicle through OnStar. Within days, the car Armani drove from Ascoda to the Detroit area was discovered in Warren. That's when news reports prompted the families and friends of the missing three to ask questions. On January 27th, Information is aired through media on that individual, Mr. Kelly, uh, and him being missing. And once that happens, other family members of the, the other missings come to realize that that's a friend of their loved ones, and they haven't seen, seen them either, so then they both get reported missing. Now, at one point, Warren police picked up a 15-year-old in the car belonging to Armani. That is uh, a case, that part of the case that police are certainly looking at, but all the details aren't quite clear there. Now, I do have to tell you something uh, interesting did happen moments ago. There was a man who came up and said he was the brother of one of the victims, one of the three men, and said that that concert, the this guy says, was a setup. Now, we haven't Whoa. been able to confirm that with police, but... Whoa, is that true? The brother of one of the victims, or a man who says he was is the brother of one of the victims says that that concert was a setup and was actually canceled several hours before they went missing. So this is something, again, police haven't confirmed. Wow, that is amazing. It looks like my power went off but everything else is still operational. This is a first time. I don't know how everything is working, but it's still working. I'm actually going to pause right here. Well, it looks like uh, one of my kids plugged up something, blew the breakers the fuck out. Anyway, I have been here for long enough, taking enough of your time. I do appreciate you staying with me for as long as it is that you have stayed with the podcast. Um, I want to thank you again. Applause to you for supporting me if you've gotten this far in the podcast. My condolences go out to all three families of the victims of this heinous crime. I mean, apologies can't be issued for something I did not do, but one thing I can issue is condolences and my heart felt love to the family members a lot of people will be affected by this and it is a sad situation that we sit in in a celebration of what it is that we call black history we still cannot take this one opportunity to show everyone how much it is that we genuinely care for each other maybe this isn't the year for us to get it together i don't know what year is but i know right now we are more connected than we've ever been in human history and sometimes it just doesn't make sense all of this this the 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 carnage that it is that i have to report on my podcast i wish i could just uh, you know i'm gonna make a puppy episode just to make people fucking smile fuck and then smile anyway this is justice this is another justice and the peace podcast production i'd like to get 30 more seconds of your time please pull your phone out please go ahead and go to the justice and the peace podcast go ahead and hit that notification button 
go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Go ahead and share the podcast. I don't need your money. Not yet. I'm just playing. Not yet. I need you to share the podcast. Let's see how many people we can get on board with the grassroots effort without paying into any of the systems. Support your boy. I support you every day. You don't even have to look on the internet. You just have to hit play. Every single one of these episodes are recorded in one sitting. No edits. I did an edit. I paused. Uh, pause. Anyway, no edits. No pastes. No cuts. None of that other shit. This is a solo produced podcast. All of the content that I find on the internet is given to me by the universe. And I am grateful. Um, besides the producers of the beats that it is that you hear in the background, I'm pretty much containing and controlling this situation as it unfolds in front of me. Last but not least, I have, not last, but definitely, I, I, I dedicate every single one of these episodes to the life, the love, the legacy, the memory of my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. And last, finally, but not least, do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. Please do not hurt anyone in the process. Rethink your actions. Recalculate your calculations. Go ahead and spread love, stop the hating, okay? Spread love, stop the hating. It's easy to be hateful, man. Take three seconds five seconds before you respond to anything that might anger you take five seconds and just think before you talk that's the only thing i can ask for once again this is justice and this is another justice and the peace podcast production thank you so much for listening peace let's get it that's right get your ass up go, go, go do something with your life Peace.